Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Nine minutes after one. Good afternoon. This is Life Happens on SAFM. My name is Pimelo Modena. Okay, so there was a match that was uh, happening earlier on today that was organized by the Entertainment and Creative Industries. And we're just going to touch base with the one of the founders of this particular uh, group of people that have gathered. And we're also going to be speaking to a representative from the Department of uh, Sport, Art and Culture to see if they have received the memorandum and uh, if there are anything, any any concerns that they feel that can be addressed if not what is possible going forward so let's just kick off the show immediately because i know that um my guest is is really in the middle of of very important issues and her name is Bungilam Goma. Many of you may know her as a musician, but today she represents quite a large group of, of entities in the arts industries, in the creative industries and uh, they went on marching today to union buildings. They went to the National Assembly in Cape Town as well as provincial and offices and municipalities. She joins me now on the line. They call themselves I Am for the Arts Initiative. Very good afternoon to you, Bungile. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Pimelo, and good afternoon to your listeners. Spongile, talk to me about who is Arm for the Arts initiative. Well, Arm for the Arts is a movement that lobbies for the the rights of artists and creatives. So it's a movement that was initially created because of frustration with not being heard and not being recognized. You know, you feel like you're talking to a wall. So it's grown now and so much more has happened. It's become a more formalized structure and basically we are lobbying and advocating for the rights of artists and the change of legislation and policy uh, governing the arts and creative industry. What are the policies and and, and legislation that you're you're lobbying to be changed? Uh, It's not even about changing legislation at this point. It's about having legislation because uh, having a white paper that's been sitting on somebody's desk for years and years and years uh, doesn't qualify as having legislation. Also, having an IP document that is not signed by the president, uh, it does not translate into having legislation. So there are quite a few things. Certain, uh, they, they just need, there are certain things that need to be put in place to make the, the industry functional. We inherited structures from the apartheid era that have not been changed to date. And that's because there is no law that says they have to be changed to be more inclusive and more accessible. You know, the industry is not accessible to the black child. And it's a fact. Is... Would I be right in saying in as much as you are, you know, you're referring to issues related to COVID-19, it's bigger than COVID-19? Way bigger than COVID-19. 26 years later, we cannot still be talking about uh, people cannot uh, access the state-funded institutions because of gatekeeping. So the issues are very serious and they're very broad. Uh, 26 years in, we cannot still be talking about a film industry that's controlled by a few, and a lot of the money is leaving the country because we cannot do what needs to be done. We can't tell South African stories because we are dependent on foreign uh, funding. It doesn't make sense. 
Okay, let's let's talk to the the demands that I see presented to me. I could be wrong. They maybe this has been updated, but help us uh, navigate through through this, please. Uh, one of the the things that you are asking to be looked into is relief fund processes. What is it about the relief fund process that you're not happy about? Well, the relief fund processes are, or oh, what's the right word? They are not user friendly for the artist. They ask for so many documents. Uh, if you understand the premise of a relief fund during a pandemic, it, it, it takes into account the fact that people cannot work, not that they don't want to work. So when you're applying for a relief fund, you're not applying for a job. You don't need to qualify like you would need to qualify for a job. Uh, the fact that you cannot work is a qualifier in itself. And uh, the the the... the the measures that have been put in place to just block the process from being successful and accessible to the majority of artists are ridiculous. So it needs to change so that more people can access it and that it's easier to, to, to be dispersed. That there are artists that still haven't received the first wave and we are in the second wave of the relief fund. So it's problematic. One would argue that, I mean, everybody needs to be vetted. Not everybody can present themselves and, and expect to be given money. What processes would you have expected to be in place to vet that process? The problem, you know, that we, we are experiencing right now is not that we don't want a vetting process. What is problematic is that even with the suggestions that have been put to the minister and the ministry, none of them have been taken into account. The minister and the ministry continue doing exactly what they want, how they want. They're not listening to the artists. And I believe that's one of the biggest frustrations with the release funding is that we have put suggestions on the table on how to do this uh, in the in the least stressful way, but nobody's listening and nobody's interested in actually implementing what has been asked. What kind of measures were in place to engage with the ministry, particularly with the relief funds? I know that there are other issues that you want to talk about, but with regards to this particular period, was there an actual organized group that tried to engage the ministry? So many uh, organized groups Mm. tried to engage the ministry, but the standard response of the ministry is talk through CISA. CISA is the federation that was created by the department mm-hmm. to actually uh, pull, uh, unite the different organizations. Mm. But as far as I know, there are no organizations that are registered under CISA. So how are we going to speak to an, a federation that does not recognize the same organizations that are supposed to be re- represented? So um, what the ministry has done is to separate people and call in this one, call in that one, and literally then afterwards ignore everyone because nobody knows what was said because everybody has been working in silos. So it it, it becomes um, a crisis that uh, even the organizations that have been engaged by the department have not been recognized. So, so this is isn't that just help. 
Isn't that the problem, though, Bungili, that there are so many different groups of people that have so-called organized themselves, and when they present themselves, they are said to be representing the entire uh, sector, which is not really possible. And and when you are saying you want a ministerial task team, the, minist- the ministry yeah. is likely to say, but we do have a task team. We've been engaging with right. people who others would say, but don't, they don't represent me. Right. Yeah, and that is exactly why we have um, united as different organizations because we realize mm. that all these different organizations are part of the problem because then who speaks for everybody? Uh, are we able to then say we will put our differences aside and we will speak in one voice and agree that we are all concerned about the same issues and we are ready now to engage the minister as a united force. Mm. So this much today is actually that uh, step towards showing that we are uniting the industry and we are starting to speak in one voice. So maybe that will help the minister to do his job better. Okay. Let's take your calls if you, if you want to engage uh, one of our guests is Mpo. I beg your pardon. It's Bongilam Goma, who is a founder of Am for the Arts Initiative. They went out marching today. Uh, they have a list of uh, list of requests that they would like the ministry to look into. They dropped memoranda at uh, many, many different places, municipalities, um, at the provincial uh, offices, and so on in Parliament as well. And I'm going to be speaking in a short while to Maschaba Kumalu, who's a spokesperson for the Department of Sports, Arts, and Culture, just to give them a right of reply. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So um, a group called Arm for the Arts Initiative today marched onto Union Buildings in Pretoria National Assembly in Cape Town provincial offices as well as municipalities. And they were handing in a memoranda to the Department of Sport, Art and Culture with, a, a, I mean, it's quite a long list of, of grievances that they have with the department. Uh, we've touched on some of those. Um, Smongilam Goma is now one of the founders there. And we have asked the department to join us. Maschaba Kumalo, who's a spokesperson for the Department of Arts, Sports and Culture, is joining us on the line. Maschaba, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Thank you so much. Um, good afternoon, Pamela. Good afternoon to Spongile and good afternoon to all of your listeners. You've received the, the grievances that were handed over. Uh, I, I don't know how much you've actually looked into the detail, but do you want to respond to some of the requests that they have? No, absolutely. First and foremost, I think it's very important to mention that um, we we definitely empathize with, with the sector. And it's very important to highlight the fact that from day one of the president announcing the um, state of disaster, uh, the minister made a point of meeting with the sectors to discuss challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic. And of course, the purpose of these consultations was to share very vital information on the status of the coronavirus in South Africa, but more importantly, to assess its uh, consequences on the sector. And uh, ultimately, the view was to develop mitigating strategies on how to navigate forward. And these workshops were very successful together with the sectors. The department uh, formulated a uh, coordinated national response in the form of the COVID-19 relief fund. And furthermore, it's important to note that the organization submitted names of representatives from various subsectors who were integral in the process of adjudication and later the appeals process.
Spongile, you, that's exactly what you're disputing, isn't it? That the, whoever it is Absolutely. that the minister was meeting does not represent you. Do you want to speak to Mashaba? Um, you know, I remember the meeting that was announced. Uh, I saw it on Facebook that the minister may, met with stakeholders. I would be interested which stake and what hold. Because um, a lot of people that I know and a lot of organizations that we have been in conversation with were not part of that. So I would be very interested who these stakeholders and who they were representing because it's one thing to have a meeting with a group of artists that have proximity to the ministry. Uh, It doesn't translate into stakeholders. What, what process was uh, was taken into account, Maschaba, when these particular people were selected? How, how how did you decide these are the representatives of the sector? Maschaba? Can you hear me? Now we can. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. To date, uh, the department has held consultations with national organizations. And I'll give you a few examples. In fact, I'll list them. Uh, the Cultural and Creative Industries Federation of South Africa, SIFSA, the South African Roadies Association, SARA, South African Collecting Societies, South African Music Industry Council, SAMIC, uh, Southern African Communications Industries Association, SAKAI, uh, South African Screen Federation, SUSFED, and Independent Black Filmmakers Forum, Theatre and Dance Employers Association, uh, House of Crew, South African Arts and Culture Youth Forum, SAKAI, Technical Production and Services Association, as well as the Trade Union for Musicians of South Africa, TUMSA. Do you not recognize so one, this, Bongile? I'm listening. Do you not recognize these organizations that Maschaba has just uh, uh, given us a list of? I do recognize them. I'm also aware of the fact that when I sit in the same group, everybody was reading the press release that was released yesterday by the minister mm-hmm. and the very same organizations that are mentioned by Masichaba right now are saying even in those meetings they were not heard they were not even given an opportunity to say anything so i'm very curious to know if it's more important for the department to say people sat through a meeting without listening and hearing them or it's more important to hear people if you call people into a meeting, you must engage them. And when you engage them, there has to be a plan to implement what has been said. But if you are just having people sitting through a, a Zoom meeting and then you have no plan to hear what they say and do something about it, then what was the purpose of that meeting or those uh, meetings? Because in the meetings we are sitting with now, uh, the very same organizations are the ones marching today. So... What, what is Master Chaba saying? Is she saying that it was a box-ticking exercise or is she saying the department is serious about doing their job? So, Maschaba, there's obviously a problem. There's, there's obviously a problem. And, and at some point, there needs to be meeting of, of minds and there needs to be a way forward. What, what is the, the department proposing going forward? Well, firstly, Pebelo, I have to say that it is very disingenuous and very ill-informed of Bongile to... Um, say on national radio that uh, these meetings, first of all, her first point was the fact that she didn't recognize there, were, there was nobody represented that she recognized, which I've clearly uh, discounted and uh, uh, by listing the people who were there. Then the next point that she makes is the fact that the department um, cannot hold meetings where they are not listening or hearing what the, 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 the organization. Excuse me, Bongile, I let you speak. Can I finish? 
so the second point is that um, if you were not in the meetings, it is very ill-informed of you to sit there and say, when you do not know the outcomes of the meetings thereof, that um, basically the uh, organizations were not heard because you weren't even in the meetings to begin with. So I think we should just be honest with each other in order for us to build on a solid foundation. The minister has made every single effort to not only just acknowledge, but the, the, the very relief fund that was established was as a result of the information and these recommendations from the arts industry. And just to let you know, the adjudicators are made up of people, practitioners with years of experience in the industry. These are independent adjudicators. And granted, the department has acknowledged that the first wave was marred with challenges mostly related to the lockdown. And therefore, upon broad consultation with the sector, the minister opened a second wave of the COVID-19 relief fund and once again met with national organizations prior to finalizing the criteria and application process. So every single thing that uh, Bongile has said uh, is not true and uh, is quite disingenuous, to be quite frank. What's the way forward, Maschaba? What's the way forward, Sbongile? Let me start with you, Sbongile. All I can say is that, Pimelo, listening to Maschaba is very clearly, it's very clear to me that with that type of mindset, we still have a big problem because the department still comes from a defensive place. You cannot change anything with people who are defensive because their insecurities make them fail to share because they don't listen they, they, just, they just want to prove that they can do their job. I'm not here to disprove that Master Chaba is a, is, a, is a spokesperson of the department. I'm just here to say that the department has failed to do their job. And if she wants to brand me a liar on national TV, it's on her. I never lie, and I speak truth, and I stand by my truth. Unlike them and the department, they've lied a lot. And the press statement that they released yesterday is full of lies. But it's okay, uh, Master Chaba, it's okay, my darling. You can continue lying to yourself and to the nation, but the time has come for you all now to leave because you don't know what you're doing. You're wasting our time, and you are not interested in changing how you operate. So you don't belong where you are. You just need to go now. Master Chaba, your final comment, and what's the way forward? Master Chaba? Now, can you hear me? Yes, now we can. All right. So one of the factors, um, major areas of concern that were raised uh, by Sibongile and the organizations is the issue of taxes, for instance. And uh, the department has consulted with SARS uh, following this outcry. And uh, SARS has indicated that potential applicants can register as taxpayers in order to secure the documents required to submit their application. And furthermore, it's important to note that the safe reopening of the arts sector, including theatres, arts venues, has always been at the top of the agenda. And uh, with the recent directions that were published, the department reopened venues under strict protocol um, and further created live streaming opportunities. Now, moving forward, um, the department remains committed to creating an enabling environment and to develop sustainable livelihoods Uh, while ensuring that we safeguard against the spread of coronavirus. The minister has always taken a stance of an open-door policy. I wouldn't be here having this conversation. He wouldn't be having all these consultative meetings had it not been for that position. So I think we need to be fair, and we need to acknowledge the traction that has been made so far. Um, Many artists have received their relief funding, and furthermore, the department and uh, the ministry are open to engaging further on how to further improve.
All right, we're going to have to leave it there. Zbongira Mgoma, thank you very much for participating. She's the founder of I'm the I'm for the Arts Initiative. They went on a march this morning uh, with grievances to the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture. And uh, to respond was Maschaba Kumalo, spokesperson for the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture. Slightly late, we've gone uh, past 1.30. Let me go to Utsile Saku for the latest in headlines. Good afternoon, Utsile.